Professional, your weekly people podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 174, and welcome once again to my front porch. I am sitting in front of a beautiful fire outside. It is gorgeous out tonight, and just really enjoying the quiet of the kind of the phoenix surroundings the air is just perfect it's just a beautiful beautiful night um every morning i get the opportunity to come out here uh on the front porch it just makes space i can't express to you how important that time has been for me in the last probably three years i've made a commitment to really be out here almost every day um to just sit and to be still and to listen and it's really shifted just things in my heart now i'm starting to see how it's actually changing my attitude my a lot of these other things that i'm trying to work through in my life like you know patience kindness i'm like i think i'm learning to listen to people again and and so I, I just, I can't encourage you enough to slow down a little bit, to, to spend some time just being alone and, and being still and allow the crazy to go through your head and just ask him to meet you in that space. And I just, from personal experience being out here, I mean, this whole podcast exists as a result of what I'm experiencing and have experienced in the past out here. And so I, I'm just going to, as often as I can say, Find some space, get quiet, listen, anticipate that he wants to speak to you because he really, really does. And so um, for those of you uh, who continue to listen week in and week out, thank you so much. And if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. There's a whole bunch of these, 173 behind you that you can listen to. Um, hopefully, uh, you'll find out that uh, I'm, I'm pretty much the same dude all the way through and through. And so hopefully that continues to be a consistent thing as I move forward. And, and really what this is all about is just me sitting out here, listening, going through a passage and just saying, God, what is it you're trying to teach me? And hopefully we can learn and grow together. And, and then also for those of you who give on Patreon, just thank you so much. Really, really appreciate Appreciate that love and support as well. Uh, Philippians 3, verse 8 is our passage today. Philippians 3, verse 8, and it says this Indeed, I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been going through this season over the last, I don't know, six years where, um, you know, I'll grow my hair out and then I'll shave it and then I'll grow my hair out. Actually, the probably last eight years. Grow my hair out, shave it, grow my hair out, shave it. And I have this uh, bald spot in the back of my head 
that, you know, I grew up my hair long and I talked to the person who cut my hair and she's like, look, it's all good. Just, you just kind of pull it back. And right. And so I pull it back, not like a weird comb over, right? Like I was like, I'm not going to be that guy, but like a cool kind of hip, you know, kind of deal to cover it all up. And, and then a couple years ago, I found this stuff that you like kind of sprinkle back there. So it like covers it up and nobody could tell. And I thought, oh, that's cool. And I have the right shampoo and, you know, I've got all the different, you know, Rogaine and all that kind of stuff to try to make that thing come back, okay? So I'm working really hard at it. And so this is probably a little over a year ago. And uh, I had uh, a lady that I worked with, Sarah Tavner. And if you know Sarah, you know Sarah. She's awesome. And uh, Sarah, one of the things I always love about Sarah, Sarah's not afraid to just shoot me straight. She just always told me the truth, and I always appreciated that about her. And so I'm preaching at the first service. I get done, and she's like, come here, come here. And she was producing. She was in the back, kind of the back, um, kind of producing. And she's like, hey, I want to let you know, I know you're working so hard to cover up that bald spot. But every time you bend down to read your Bible, everybody can see your bald spot, right? So I know you're working hard on it, but it's not working, dude. And she's like, it might, you know, she's kind of laughing, but it might be time to cut that thing off. Uh, you know, cut your hair off again and maybe for good. And so I was like, oh, man, she's, you know, she's being kind of hard or whatever. And we laughed and whatever. I went home and watched it with my wife. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, my gosh. I need to cut. So I shaved it off that night. And I've had it off ever since. And what I realized was this, that I did not want to be a guy. I still don't want to be a guy. Right? That is a guy with a bald spot, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want the cul-de-sac to come in and I'm about to shave my whole head. You know, like I, I, I think about those things. And so what did I do? I covered it up. I pretended. I, I tried to manufacture something. I got all these products to try to fix it. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I just need to be done with it. And this is what I feel, not about hair, but that's an analogy, that that Paul's inviting us into in this passage that there's so many people that are faking it so many people that are pretending but when you have the real and when you have your identity rooted in Christ nothing else matters and this for me is a landmark passage and I hope it is for you as well in fact this is what I would encourage you to do just take five minutes take five minutes today and read the whole of Philippians 3. And what I want to encourage you to do is slow down, personalize it, see it, feel it, all of it. Because honestly, I feel super guilty that I'm only doing one verse today. You know, more to come on that. But I I just feel like, man, I want to teach the whole thing. I want to preach a message right now because it's so powerful. And what I realized as I was reflecting on this passage today is that this is a love letter to God, a declaration. This is Paul's declaration of his undying love and commitment to Jesus. He's all in. This is like when when a, a husband and wife, I get to do all these marriage ceremonies, right? And they stand up and they, they do their vows and they say, you know, for better for worse, for richer, for poorer, till death do us part, right? This is a commitment of them saying everything, all of it, I'm all in. This is what Paul is saying. This is covenant talk. 
This is I will go and do anything kind of love talk. Paul was met by the living Jesus on the road to Emmaus as he was killing Christians. He's going around. He's killing Christians. He's defaming the name of Jesus and killing the people of the way. And it was God's grace and mercy that met him and redeemed him. And as he is explaining this to this community of people that he loves, it's like he, he breaks out into this beautiful declaration of what it means to not just fall in love with Jesus, but put everything in its right place, in its right perspective as it relates to that love. And this is so important for us. I can't express how unbelievably important this is to us. And I truly think that we have westernized our version of what it means to love Jesus. We've, we've westernized it. I mean, when I was a kid, and by the way, it still happens in churches all over the country, all over the world. I was pitched that all you have to do, all you have to do, just say a prayer and you will have eternal life, right? Just say a prayer that you have eternal life and you're good to go. And many people have gotten a knot in their throat, right? They've said a prayer and nothing has changed and they have not changed. Now let me pause here and say this. And this is, this is real. And, and as I wrestle through that, I, I, I want you to know, I, I truly don't understand the love of God. I don't know how he works. I don't know people's hearts. I don't know people's intentions. I know none of that. I can't see people's hearts, but he can. But I believe we have missed the mark on what it means to truly, truly, truly be captivated, captivated by the love of Christ to the point, right, where everything else in our lives in comparison to it doesn't, it doesn't even come close. There's nothing in comparison to it. And so sometimes I feel like this drive-through version of evangelism that we do, right, is watering down just the beauty of what it means to love Jesus, to understand what it is to sacrifice and be fully in to this commitment that you made. And I know that's a part of discipleship and a part of sanctification and as we, as we grow in our understanding of who he is. But I think we settle for that drive-through version, right? And this is what Paul's trying to help us understand. This is what he is saying. This is how deeply he has been transformed by Christ's love. Everything, everything. There's nothing more important and more transforming than loving Christ. And I can't express how, how, how deeply this challenges me. Deep, deep, deep to my core. Do I love Jesus more than anything else in this world? Do I look at everything, my wife, my kids, my home, my job, even my dog, as loss in comparison to knowing Jesus? 
there's this awesome book. I, I, if you've never read it, you've got to read this book. It's like 100 pages long. Um, it's a little over 100 pages, but it's you just got to read it. It's called Practicing the Presence of God, and it's by a guy named Brother Lawrence. It's an old, old, old book, but a really, really beautiful book. And he says, Sometimes I have thoughts of God so delicious that I dare not speak of them. <laughs> what? Right? Like, that's weird, right? Like, I have thoughts of the love of Christ so delicious that I cannot, I can't, I mean, I, I've never talked to my wife like that, right? But now he's going, I am so in love with Jesus that I dare not speak it. But isn't this what Paul is trying to get us to see? When nothing is in the way of the love of Christ, you see him fully. And our desire for him grows so deep, so intimate, that we dare not speak of it. And I don't know about you, but I want that kind of love. There is not a love in the world that that can compare with the love of Christ. And if we really believe that, it will change everything. And here's the thing. That last sentence, I want you to know I believe it. I believe it with everything inside of me. But I know as I say that, it feels like some form of prosperity gospel, right? Just love Jesus, right? And all things in life, everything in your life, will, all the problems, everything will fade away. But here's what Paul is inviting us into. For this love I have suffered, he says. Jesus loved the Father so much that he gave his life in obedience and out of love. When he's in the garden and he says, not my will, but yours be done, that's what overwhelming love will do. A singular focus to love God. And as we do that, we will then be able to love others. This is what Paul is experiencing. It's almost as if he's sitting in this jail cell going, there's nothing better. And now he just wants everybody to know. He wants the people he loves in his life to know there's nothing, nothing better. And a side note. I know I talk a lot about this stuff. And at times it can seem like, you know, maybe like a used car salesman. But please know this. I believe everything I say. I feel it so deeply. Everything I say on this podcast, I really believe. Otherwise, I just wouldn't do it. There's no reason for me to do this. Jesus has changed my life. And I truly believe if you let go, you will experience the same. Because the love of Christ will fulfill our soul's longings. So the question I have is this. What other love is competing with the love of Christ in your life? Father God, all I want to say tonight is I love you. We love you. And we want to receive your great love for us. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe
is near to you.